Hi, I'm Mary. And I'm Bridget. We are the co-founders of the Work Your Worth podcast, where we have transparent conversations about what it takes to uncover and utilize your value at the highest level. What's up, y'all? Hey, here we are. This is episode six, and as we've been sitting here talking, honestly, we have to have some disclosure and tell you that we're like at this, it's like year six of a relationship. (laughs) It's still, we know we want to do this. It's still exciting. We know we have good content. It's just to the point where it's like that make it or break it moment where it's not always easy and we still really care about you. So here we are, a little less energy than normal, and yet... We're here to share with you guys. I have a feeling our energy will be so much higher as this goes on. 100%. We'll pump it up. Yeah. So don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) So what have we been up to? So since we launched, we've been doing a lot. It seems like personally, we both have a lot going on and professionally. So one of the most exciting announcements that we have to bring to you guys, we're official. We are a business. Woohoo. We have officially filed for our LLC. They got approved, right? Yeah, it's all done. Yeah. We have a bank account, pretty much. We just got to sign the papers. So we're officially partners, and we're really excited. So one of the things that prompted us to get real about this, obviously, um, there's something about making something feel like a real business that gives, I think it gives you purpose, and it's more than just a project at that point. So we, when we started dreaming about what the work you're worth platform was going to be. We want it to be for our real estate admin community. And with that, we wanted to create some content. We wanted to have a place where people can go and find the resources that it's hard to find other places. So we said, let's just do it. Let's make this a real business. So here we are. So that's something that you guys can stay tuned and look forward to, you know, more than likely this upcoming summer, we will be providing more resources for you all. And I mean, long-term goals, we would eventually like to have retreats, host workshops, things like that. For now, we are starting small with podcasting and resources. Yes. And I think there's a big lesson in that even just just start. If you have an idea, I would just encourage you to start. Don't get bogged down by the big picture all it takes is starting and then it's activities over time that leads to big results. So mm-hmm. here we are, we're podcasting. We have big dreams of where this is going to be. So here we are, episode six, we're excited and let's just get started. So today we want to talk about the community within the industry. So as you know, We are really passionate about the admin community. It's where Bridget and I both started. And actually, Bridget had an awesome experience last week. She got to go to a retreat full of amazing other admin. And so I thought she has got to share everything about that with us today. So we're just going to interview her. Welcome to the podcast, Bridget. (laughs) Hey, it's me, Bridget. (laughs) So... First of all, just give us a little background on what this retreat was, who was there, how you found out about it. Give us like the cliff notes and then we'll dig deeper. Okay, cool. So this was my second year attending this retreat. It is hosted by Pickett Street Properties. That is a real estate team in Seattle or Bothell, suburb of Seattle, Okay, Washington, and their admin team is the one that puts it on. So it's Margaret Smith and Sarah Tursky. 
And last year was the first year that they had it. And my business coach, Brinley, actually is the one who invited me to go. And I was absolutely terrified last year when she <laughs> invited me to go because I that was my first time traveling somewhere where I didn't know anyone that I was that was at my destination. I knew mm, Brinley, but yeah. she's so extroverted I would be able to attach myself to her like <laughs> I would normally want to. And um so yeah, it's a retreat specifically for people in the admin and operations role within Keller Williams real estate teams. That's awesome. So when you went last year, I guess what were you feeling then compared to how you were feeling this year when you went? Last year, I was excited, but I was really terrified, and I didn't have the amount of breakthroughs at that time as I had following the retreat, mm-hmm. so it's kind of, I was a bit of a different person. I was more possibly shy, more slightly more to myself, and I didn't know as much then as I did after the retreat, so I learned a lot, and I really liked that I was the small fish in the big pond out there. Mm-hmm. And then this time I going, I had already learned so much from last year's retreat, implemented so many new systems and processes that I learned. So our business grew. I was traveling back this time with Sherry, who is our transaction coordinator, which was super, super cool that I was able to bring her to that. That is cool. And so I was going in with a friend. I was going in already knowing about 12 other girls who had been there the previous year before. And I was just excited. And especially because of the point of my life that I'm at Mm -hmm. right now, I'm kind of at this transitional period and I was really looking to go to get inspired and just pick the brains of some of the top admin in our industry. That's so cool. Um, Who were, so give us like an idea of production level of the people that were there. Um, You said you were you know, the small fish in the big pond, but mm. what was that like? The variety of people, was everybody the same type of person? Yeah. So personalities are pretty similar. Stories were completely different. Productions were all over, the production levels of the teams were all over the place. I mean, there was the chief of staff for the, the Hergenrother companies. I may not have said that correctly. Yeah, Hallie, right. who is incredible, and they do thousands of transactions. They are huge. Wow. Yeah. My roommate, she was from the Logan Group, based out of Houston. They're huge, too. They, yes. Dang. They do, they might be in the thousands. Mm-hmm. I think they're one of the top in Keller Williams, both yeah. of those groups. And then there were smaller teams as well. There was another husband-wife team. There were, I mean, just, we... There were teams that didn't have a lot of production, but their volume was so high. Like there were teams, this is what was interesting to me. There were teams who I did, who had done half the amount of production as us, but sold, but had more volume just because real estate on the coast is just so much higher than it is here. So the variety was huge. Yeah. And we were kind of just in the middle there, which was really, really cool. That is really cool. And it was just neat because I mean the room was full of like typically more introverted people yeah and just to place the setting I mean we are on in the mountains in Washington in a cabin there was a main lodge which is where we met every day for the retreat and then we all had our end about I think there were about maybe five maybe a little more different cabins that we would go to sleep in we spent all of our days 
in the main lodge. So it was really cool. That sounds so, like, what a great environment to be in. And you're, like, disconnected, and that's normally not, you don't have that opportunity a lot of times to completely step out of your normal routine and surround yourself with other like-minded people. Yeah, the self-service was terrible. It was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Um, So what was the structure of the retreat like? So we had different speakers every day, which was really cool too. So we would wake up in the morning. We had an in-house chef named Monique who, okay. oh my gosh. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> so good. I need a Monique in my life every single day. So we would get up at around, breakfast was at 7.30 every day, which was great for me because I was on cent- the central time zone in my mind. Yeah. So I would wake up at five o'clock in the morning every day. And in my mind, it would feel like it was seven. So I was yeah. so refreshed. Yeah. Because that's technically sleeping in for me. Yeah, yeah. So we'd wake up, eat breakfast, just kind of mingle with the girls. And then we would get ready for the upcoming speaker. So the speaker, the, we had two speakers on um, day two of the retreat. I kind of skipped over day one there. Because day one was just very introductory where we did a lot of things that broke us out of our comfort zones. Like stared into each other's left eye for a very uncomfortable amount of time and it was so weird (laughs) but I'll tie that back and I'll tie that exercise back towards the end so um once we got into the flow of things after the introductory day day two we had two speakers come so the first speaker was a guy named Jim who works at Fierce Inc which if you have read Fierce Conversations by Susan Scott there's an association there with that company and with her so the things that he that really stuck out to me about what he was saying is he was really focused on breaking us out of our cave. Okay. So, and one thing that he said with that was that really resonated with me is he talked about comfort zones. So your cave is what you would typically consider your comfort zone. Okay. However, he made a really good point. We always run back to our comfort zones. We always say, oh, I just like to stick to what's comfortable. But are we really doing what's comfortable or are we doing what's familiar? Mm. Because if you think about it, and he put it into perspective by say you're in an abusive relationship and you don't want to leave because you claim to be comfortable. You're not comfortable when you're being abused. Right. You are familiar with that relationship. Um, He also did a really cool coaching activity with us too, which was interesting. And he put emphasis on listening to learn, which is something that I'm so guilty of not doing. (laughs) He says so many people listen to respond. We need to listen to learn. And so we did a coaching activity where one person in the group had to talk about a problem and we could not give them any advice. We were not allowed to give them a single piece of advice. And I was the coach. So the coach was the person who couldn't give any advice. Okay. So it was really good for me to (laughs) be in this position because I tend to give unsolicited advice, even though I hate when it's given to me. (laughs) Guilty. Um, So that was a really cool exercise. And... Um, yeah, just really focusing on breaking out of, breaking away from what's familiar. Yeah. And that was huge. And he also, um, oh, another thing that he talked about, which was really big for me. He taught, he put a lot of emphasis on external and internal processors. Okay. Okay. That's huge. Yeah. What was his insight? Did he give a secret, like, solution to knowing how to... Honestly, he just put a name to something that I've always been frustrated with. Yeah. So, you know, external processors, you give them a problem and they're going to come up with a solution right away. They're going to have an answer. They're going to give it to you. Yeah. Internal processors, if there's a big question, 
we have to process it internally for quite a while and really think through the steps before we present a solution. Mm -hmm. So one thing that he said that was important for me to hear with that is the first thing that an external processor says isn't going to be the thing that they're going to hold on to and stick to. I mean, just in my personal relationship with my husband, he's very much an external processor and I'm an internal processor. So since I internalize things for so long, I always say what I mean. Yeah. And I don't understand why anyone would not say what they mean. But when someone is blurting something out, when they externally process something, blurt out the first thing that comes to their mind, that's not necessarily what they mean. That's just their first thought into action. That's huge. So identifying people that are external that has to give you some sort of freedom Mm -hmm. to not be disappointed or not have this like conflict between Mm -hmm. you just because it's, that's two different types of people. That's huge. It was awesome. Especially being in business with my husband as well. Yeah. Because I would hold him accountable for the first thing that he would say so many times. And then that would kind of cause some conflict with us because... He is allowed to change his mind. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, say what you mean. Like, say what you mean, bro. Um, so that was really big. That was a big takeaway with Jim. And he was just such a precious man, too. The second speaker um, on that day, her name is Monique. And she is Simon Sinek's executive assistant. Whoa. Which it was really hard not to fangirl over like, her. That's what I'm saying, like... Yeah, how did you keep it together? Did she seem like, was she, I guess people are people. She's probably just a normal person. She was so relatable, so cool. At first I was like, oh my gosh. And when I see someone that I really admire, I avoid them. Like, like, (laughs) I don't go up to them and introduce myself. I just like distance myself and stare until I'm comfortable. (laughs) So I actually sat in the corner that day, which was weird because I was, if, you see pictures from earlier that day. I'm actually, I'm sitting so close to Jim while he was presenting that I was in the photos that people were taking of him. I'm just sitting there. I'm not even, like, I'm so out of place. I should have been sitting back a little more, but no, when Monique was there, I sat back. And um, she was just so relatable. And it was so cool that, I mean, she works with someone, she works for someone who is of a celebrity status. Mm-hmm. And her job is so similar to ours. That's it. That's like, so, like, I cannot translate that I can't imagine doing what we do for somebody not that who we work with aren't important people yeah but like that's cool it was really cool and I mean she just shared stories about how she got started with Simon Sinek and she one relatable story that she shared with us was she um there was an event being put on and she described this event as her Mona Lisa Like, she was working so hard on it, putting everything together, getting the speakers lined up, just doing absolutely everything. The day of the event, the MC couldn't show up, so wasn't able to make it, so she had to MC the entire event. And then after the event, she was feeling so good, so pumped. Simon got on stage at the end and thanked everyone except for Monique. And she was crushed. Yeah. And she said that she was just heartbroken over it. And how many times do we experience that? And we just expect Mm -hmm. that immediate gratification. Yeah. And then she talked about how 
understanding her why is what helped her to deal with situations like that because she didn't know her why at that time. Okay. So when she wasn't thanked for her efforts, she was feeling worthless. She was feeling alone. She wasn't feeling like she was good enough Mm. for her boss. She didn't do a good enough job even though she killed it. Yeah. And, yeah, so finding her why, which, I mean, she works with the why guy. Yeah, uh, (laughs) 100. So, I mean, she definitely had a lot of good resources to find her why. But one thing that she said, because because people were asking, people who hadn't read the book, like, hey, what can you do to help find her why? Mm. In addition to reading the book, she says, ask your friends why they're friends with you. Ask them why they like you. Ask them what qualities they see in you. Because your friends see things in you that you don't see in yourself. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah, that's true. We're so hard on ourselves. And our friends are our friends because they choose to be and because they love us and because they love our, our unique talents, our unique personality traits. And just a good question to ask to lead you to your why. That is good. I bet that... Did you guys do that? Like, have you since then asked your people? Like, have you done it yet? <laughs> well, I haven't asked my really close girlfriends, but I should. Mary, what, why do you like me? I, well, a good thing I was preparing for this answer. <gasps> no, I'm just kidding. I, that's an easy one to answer because I think it, first of all, it's so, I love get being able to praise my friends and tell them good things about themselves. And I think one of the, best things Bridget that you do for people is you always you're so what's like the best word to describe it you're gonna do what you say you're gonna do you're very much responsible you you make people feel important and that they are they know that they can count on you I would say are probably like the top three and it's just fun to be around you. You're kind and caring. Mary, my heart. My heart. <laughs> my heart. Okay. So. Your turn. Ooh. Why is it uncomfortable to hear stuff about yourself? And I'm learning to appreciate yeah. it more. Yeah. Like, just just, just take the damn compliment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I won't look at you. Oops, I'm just kidding. I'm going to stare deep into your left eye. <laughs> okay. What I like about you is you're very easy to talk to you live out your why you provide safe spaces for people to be themselves in and I've never felt judged or unworthy or any of that around you because you do you make me feel valued and you make everyone else around you feel valued and you'll make everyone around you feel important um you're also you're a very deep thinker you can have you're a good conversationalist not a great conversationalist and you're so smart you're so kind I love being around people who are smarter than me, hence why I hang out with you. <laughs> because seriously, I don't think I've ever been around you without learning something new. And then hopefully not in a know-it-all way, because that's my the way I always turn it. It's okay. like, I'm so afraid of being a know-it-all. Talked about that in therapy today. <laughs> okay, so there's so many times when people, super, super intelligent people, a lot of times they'll have some sort of a complex because they know more than you. And a lot of times when you're around super smart people, you're kind of just like, uh, anything I say is going to be like fact checked immediately in their brain. But I've never gotten that with you. Okay, good. Like you take everyone me. as they are because you provide a safe place for people. 
Virgin, you're gonna make me cry because like I always have like this. <laughs> Thank you for those compliments today. That really is a good exercise. If you can open yourself, I would encourage everybody, like, especially when you're sitting across from each other, don't do it over text because that was cooler and felt like you actually say it's easy to text something out to somebody that feels fake, but you know it's real when it's like. (laughs) And you know what? I was totally going to do that with my close friends, just text them. But so what I did do at the retreat. So there was a lot of, when the speakers weren't on, there were there was downtime for masterminding. So all the girls, they could have either went back and took naps if they were low on energy or like everyone just kind of broke up, naturally broke up into yeah. groups. And Brinley, my coach was also there and she was offering coaching sessions as well. So that's cool. I broke off into this one group with girls and it wasn't forced or anything. What's cool is that it was so natural and mm-hmm. anyone could come and go as they pleased. And the one time we were just in this group sitting around the table I um, I told all the girls, there were probably about 10 of us, I said, all right, girls, <laughs> everyone look to the person to your left and tell them three qualities that they say in them, that you see in them. So then we all went around, because we're already on this retreat high yeah. and we're doing this, and then everyone's just feeling emotional and happy and just so grateful. And it was so fun. I mean, the energy, just from seeing a group of women do that with each other. That's cool. That could be a good team building exercise too. I mean, when you, when uh, like the yeah. county team has their morning meet, yeah. their meetings yeah. once a week, say, hey, look to your left, state three qualities. That's good mm-hmm. because it also, I think that creates for people who don't normally like get along. Mm-hmm. If you, if somebody's saying a compliment about you, you're naturally going to feel your feelings are going to change about them. Mm-hmm. If you have any sort of like bitterness, they're saying nice things about you. It's just human nature to lose that. Like, it breaks that barrier, I think. That's so true. That's cool. Because a lot of times you can harness the bitterness because you don't think that that person thinks highly of you. Yeah. And then when they tell you the qualities that they see in you, it's just like, oh, oh. how nice. Like, thank you. I will be nice thank to you, you now. <laughs> well, what was cool about that exercise, too, that day was I was with a bunch of girls. I mean, Sherry was in the group who I know mm-hmm. because we worked together, but... The majority of the girls, we had only known each other for two days. So it was cool for girls who had only spent two days together. I mean, definitely quality time. Yeah. But to point out the quality, the immediate qualities that they saw in someone. That's awesome. Your heart. Was it hard to come back? So after being around all of these, you're on that like personal development high. How did you transition back? And what was that like for you to come back to the real world? Oh, it wasn't fun. I just wanted to live and ride out that high forever. It was just so great. I came back and I was just wanting to have deep, meaningful conversations with Curtis and <laughs> my dog and anyone who would listen. Conrad. <laughs> and I I did put a lot of things in the place. So I journaled. Yeah. I journaled the things that I want to put into place and I I've been very active on the... I've been active on, like, we have a Facebook group, so just, you know, talking to people from there. Yeah. We actually, you and I, we lived out that high, so we did a webinar. Yeah. Mary and I did a webinar last Friday, and it was because of that retreat. Yeah. Because that's true. Brinley, my coach, she hosts the webinars, and she was needing someone to fill the spot, and I have been telling her no for maybe a year now. <laughs> Every time she just asked, I'm just like, oh, no, can't do it. Ask no, someone else. However, I told myself, 
at their retreat after I had to speak publicly that that was the last time that I would speak in public with starting out by saying, so I'm not a good public speaker, but yeah. And it was just kind of like a switch flipped in my mind that I'm not going to be afraid of public speaking anymore because guess what? Public speaking is not going to make me die. (laughs) True. So you're here right now. Yeah. I see you. (laughs) (laughs) So that switch and that confidence led me to do the webinar with you. So that's one way I lived it out. And there's also some other really exciting things in the works that have happened because of that retreat, which will be saved for a later time. Such a tease, right? Well, I've definitely seen you just through what I know coming out of that cave, what you're familiar with, what's safe. Um, I've seen you take steps and even just since the week or so that you've been back, in our conversations for what we want work your worth to become it's exciting and you totally see that you have had this lasting impact from the time spent with other admin and mm-hmm. um putting the time in to actually work on yourself and because you're you are worth it and I think so much in when you're an admin you take on this role of I have to protect and take care of everybody mm-hmm. I think that's a common personality type for people who are naturally in the background and at the same time you have to learn the balance of self-care and filling so an empty cup cannot do anything for anybody else so something that I think is really common in our industry is that burnout so we work so hard so hard so hard and then it's either one comment where we don't feel valued and suddenly our world is crashing down around us and so I think it's important to build in times for ourselves to take care of ourselves, to interact with other people and know you're not alone. And I think that just ties really well into, again, one of the reasons why we started this podcast. Mm -hmm. It's to let people know that they're not alone. And there's times like this week, like we said, we're both sort of down. We're both just going through the motions and yet I feel so much more energized already just from like having this conversation. I'm like, I told you. <laughs> so true. You knew. You knew. Something, so you know how I said um, Monique was super relatable even though she works for someone who is of a celebrity yeah. status. Yeah. So one other thing that I took away from her that ties into what you were just saying is um, previously she felt like she was on a lonely island. Mm. And then she started connecting with other EAs, other executive assistants who were working for people of a similar status of him. And she, I mean, there is now a community. That's cool. For her to vent to, to pick their brains, to get bounce ideas off of, just for that support. Yeah. Which, I mean, people in our industry, in our specific roles need so badly because, you know... We are, we are a foundation. Mm-hmm. We hold the team up on our shoulders. We do so much behind the scenes work and we don't get the public recognition, which is fine because mm-hmm. truly we are okay with it for the most part. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was really interesting too. And she says how her and one of her EA friends, they, um, they'll call each other up and have three minute vent sessions. That's and smart. And all they do is... They talk about what they're going through. The other one says, yeah, that sucks. And then they hang up the phone. (laughs) 
And then the favor is returned when the other EA needs to vent because it's like, you don't always want advice. You don't always want someone to, you know, make you feel better by tearing your boss down or you don't want any of that. You just want to blow off your steam and then get back to work. Yeah. You just need to be heard Mm -hmm. and know that your feelings are valid and they will pass. Yeah. Get through it. I think that's really, that's really cool to know that you have a person who you can go to for stuff like that. So you're my person. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Um, um, so I think the thing that, I mean, just like tying, going off of like what Monique said with her own, having her EAs to vent to, and this is for any agents that are listening or any admin that are listening and you want to tell your agents why you should go. I mean, our position has felt like a lonely island. And we've said it on podcasts before. There's so much agent support. There's so many agent classes. There hasn't been, and this is changing, but there hasn't been a lot for the admin community. And that is changing. And that's mm-hmm. exciting. It is exciting. And I feel like it started changing with this retreat last year. And of all the great speakers and the great connections that we've made, I mean, having an admin community for support and having other people to get ideas from and systems from and all that. Agents, if you're listening, this will make your team better. And guess what? Sending your admin somewhere where there are going to be 25 other girls from across the country, that can put referrals straight in your pocket. I mean, one of our biggest clients came from Margaret, who I met at the lip retreat last year. I mean, it's a great opportunity for your business and just for your personal development. Please let them go. And I think that's something that we want to come building that community and allowing the agents to see the value is Mm -hmm. so important because yes, they've been taught how to be an agent. They haven't been taught how to be a good boss to an admin. Mm -hmm. I think there's no, nobody is really bridging that. And so that's something that I think we're really, 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 really excited and passionate about. And I'm excited to share that. So last year, when I was in Bold, Bold to Keller Williams class, one of the things that I wrote when you write like a letter to yourself that I was going to do was create an admin training program to help basically bridge that gap. I just saw this. There was such a need for it. And how crazy. I got my letter in the mail to myself a couple weeks ago And in the works that was happening without me even remembering all of that, my brokerage came to me and another admin and asked us to help them come up with a program. And so our first, like we're going to kick off, it's going to be essentially a two-week course where an agent can send their assistant to learn the basics, how to help them basically survive. Why, why are they even hiring an admin? Most people are just doing it because they think they should. Mm -hmm. They have no idea how to be a boss. They don't know how to train an agent. They, there's just disconnect and personalities. And so I'm really excited to be able to bridge that because then we're going to be able to raise the standard of how this team dynamic works. And as a result, I think number one, our brokerage is going to be stronger the Oklahoma real estate community is going to be stronger and it just starts like it's a trickle down effect. So if we get the foundation strong, then our house is going to grow taller and bigger 
And so I'm super passionate about that. So yeah, that was my exciting thing to share. And I felt like it was a good transition to just throw that in there. It is so exciting. And (laughs) it's going to be so cool because it's not just limited to Keller Williams agents, right? Right, right. We're opening it up because first of all, we're not recruiting. We're doing this because we see when we're doing these cross sales that people need help. If our cross sales could be just convenient and easy and we knew that things were getting taken care of, everybody's lives would be easier. Our clients would be happier. Um, And so it's really like there's a need and here's a solution. I feel like one of my main things is just to be a problem solver. And so this is my way of creating something that, number one, it's going to help productivity. It's also going to give admin a sense of purpose and um, pride. pride. I think pride, yeah. And knowing that there's going to be a lot of like little details worked out, but we're going to have an opportunity for admin to mentor other admin and again, just increasing that community and no longer letting it be just, we're the ones who stay in the office during everything. But even if it's digitally, like be in community with other people and knowing you're not alone. And that's how you can increase the business for your agent. That's how you can really provide value to your team. So I'm super pumped about that. You are going to be amazing at this seriously guys I know that the purpose of podcasting is that you just hear us and you don't see us but if you could see Mary's face right now it's so precious (laughs) and I'm really excited to see you roll that out and you know Mary she just continuously raises the standard in the real estate industry so so nice that's going to be amazing yeah so that I mean, it pretty much wraps up what we wanted to talk to you guys about. Again, we wanted to focus, really focus on you, the admin, the people in this industry. And so just know that you're important and you're valued and we're here for you. It's been cool to get to know some of our listeners. Thank you for sending us messages. That's really, really encouraging on the days when we feel a little bit like a little empty. We need to go take care of ourselves a little bit. So keep the encouragement yeah. coming. Come on. <laughs> we we need it. We need it. Yeah. Just kidding. So thank you guys for listening today. Thank we hope you learned a lot. And don't forget to work your worth. Work your worth. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Work Your Worth podcast. Hey, just like go over to the iTunes store, like, subscribe, and rate us. We'd really appreciate it. Thanks. Bye.